The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Chelsea Marcus about her ceremony at Oak Manor Lawn with a reception at GM Lounge in Epcot and a dessert party at Germany in Epcot. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Chelsea. Hi, Carrie. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. Yeah. So, I mean, why not Disney? We started wedding planning, I guess, almost a year ago. We kind of had a short engagement. We really started looking at kind of venues everywhere, you know, locally in Arkansas. We looked in Oklahoma. We looked in Charleston. We looked in Destin. And when we started pricing it out, we were like, oh, wow, weddings are actually very expensive. We had no idea. And my mom actually mentioned the idea of looking at Disney because we are huge Disney people. We go to Disney World pretty much every year. And so that would be a dream to get married there. And so when we started pricing it out, it was actually very comparable. You know, we could do a lot with it and get everything we wanted and more walking into Disney each time. It's a surreal feeling for me. And I get so emotional every time I do. And so uh, why not get married at the most magical place on earth? (laughs) Now, how did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be? I think everyone's pretty positive. Like I said, my family goes almost every year, so I don't think it was a big surprise to any of them. Justin's family, they were really excited about it too, it seems like. They, I mean, pretty much everyone made a whole trip out of it and stayed for a week. You know, some of our outliers, I don't know if they were super crazy about it, but I think overall they had a really good experience. That's wonderful. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We invited 50 and 43 came. Oh, that's great. Did you set up a room block for your guests? We did. So we were kind of on the fence about it. But what really appealed to us was the complimentary night for us, which we ended up getting two of, which was great. So we used the Caribbean Beach Resort and pop century and we chose those because of the skyliner option which we love and we also included port orleans since that's where our ceremony was so 
people were able just to, you know, get ready in their rooms and then walk to the venue, which was a really easy option for some people. Oh, that's wonderful. And so you booked enough room nights that you were able to get two free room nights instead of just one. Yeah, we were kind of on the fence about the second night. And then we ended up having some people book an additional night. So it worked out kind of at the wire there, but we were so happy with it. That's fantastic. How did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? Kind of after doing research, we were looking at more of a weekday wedding because most of our guests were going to make a trip out of it anyway. So we thought, why not? We were hoping it wouldn't be as busy and it didn't seem like it was for the most part. One of our favorite songs is September by Earth, Wind and Fire and (laughs) September 21st was a Thursday. So that's what we ended up going with. And our ceremony was at noon and we picked that because I didn't want to get up at 3 a.m. to start getting ready. Justin doesn't care because he doesn't have to get ready. But we did that for that purpose. And then also we still had you know, all of the afternoon and the evening to get everything else in that we were wanting to do with a little bit of break time in there for people to kind of rest for a little bit. That's wonderful. How did you choose your ceremony and reception venues? I wanted to get married in front of the castle, but that's that's a lot of money. So we wanted an outdoor venue. One of the places we initially were looking was in Charleston, and that's kind of the vibe we really wanted. And so When we saw Oak Manor, it was very similar to what we were looking for and the the vibe we were going for. So we just, we loved it. And then we chose GM Lounge for our reception because that was a way for us to do an in-park event and still get, you know, Spaceship Earth in the background, which was amazing. But, you know, you're not, you're still secluded. You're not in front of everyone. So it still felt really intimate for us. Did you use any outside vendors for the portions of your event that you were able? Photo. We used the Roots, who were phenomenal. Both Nate and Gen Z, they were just amazing the whole day. We used Heart Happy Films for videography, and Kimberly was also amazing. I mean, I can't say enough about the photo and video team. They were with us every second of the day. They were getting everything on film, and it just... The work that they put into that, I just can't even imagine it. And we are so appreciative for everything they did. So we used them. We used Catherine Martell for an additional day of coordinator and for our steaming. We had some outside items that we were bringing in. We didn't have a lot, but I didn't want anyone in our family or friends like my maid of honor or my mother to have to think about trying to coordinate that stuff. I wanted them to just be present in the day and enjoy it as well. So it was awesome to have her there to kind of coordinate all that stuff. We had a custom cake topper from Clark and Dagger and they were so, so great to work with. I mean, they nailed exactly what we wanted. They hand painted it. It was just so beautiful. And then everything else, I mean, like programs and stuff like that. We just got everything on Etsy. Got it. Okay. How did you guys choose your officiant? So we did a lot of diving in the Disbrides Facebook group. Justin and I are Christians, and so we still wanted someone with a religious aspect there. And so we stumbled across Kevin Knox, and we watched videos, 
and heard great things from about him in in the group and through your podcast and we're so happy we went with him he he was there for our rehearsal I mean he came and it's like we've known him forever he just jumped right in he got to know us really well he included little Disney touches, which was great. wasn't too over the top, but we still got the prayer aspect. And he was warm and kind, and it was exactly what we were looking for. Fantastic. Did you add any kind of entertainment to the ceremony or the reception? We had the violinist at the ceremony, who was great. And then for the reception, we had a DJ, and then we had Mickey and Goofy come. Oh, that's great. Did you pick special outfits for them? Mickey was in his gold tux outfit and Goofy was just in his kind of little tux outfit. So we just wanted to keep it pretty simple. I love Goofy. And so it was really hard for me to not choose Mickey and Minnie as a couple. But Goofy is my absolute favorite and we are so happy we went with him. (laughs) Do you have any menu items or cake flavors from the reception that you would recommend? Oh boy. I mean, can I say everything? We <laughs> we went over our menu items and cake flavors over and over. I think that was the hardest decision for us. For our cake, we did my favorite was the amaretto cake and the amaretto crunch mousse and it was amazing. That was so good. For our other layer cuz we did two tiers for the other one we did a confetti cake with a vanilla buttercream. When we did our cake testing box, we loved just the vanilla buttercream. I mean, and that was one we thought we couldn't beat. So we went with those two flavor combinations. We did the beef short ribs, which I know everyone talks about because they're worth it. They're amazing. We did fried chicken and Mickey waffles because why not? Um, we did crab cakes, which I was actually really surprised by. We didn't try them up front. And so they did amazing with that. We were, we were really surprised by that. And then for our dessert party, we did the cheeseburger spring rolls. Cause obviously <laughs> we did mini corn dogs cause we love Casey's corner. So that was a little homage there. We did a, s'mores fire pit cake which was really good and then my absolute favorite was we did some halloween themed macarons and they decorated them like little mickey mummies and pumpkins and spider webs and they were awesome (laughs) can you tell my listeners a little bit about the dessert party how you chose your venue and whether you did a ride mix in Yeah, so for our dessert party, we ended up going with Germany because we thought that was still going to be a pretty good view of the fireworks for everyone. We didn't want people to have to walk super far and ended up there was rain in between our reception and the dessert party. So kind of scrambling a little bit there. Our dessert party was supposed to kind of start, we were supposed to meet at 7.30 at International Gateway to walk to Germany, but they wanted to push it up to 7 because we were now having to walk to Norway to go into the loft there, which is literally on the other side of International Gateway. And so people did not have as much of a gap there as we initially planned, but somehow everyone ended up getting 
back to International Gateway like 7.15-ish, which was amazing. And so we had a little bit of a trek to get from there to Norway. And then we left Norway, the rain stopped, we left Norway, and we went to the Germany Pavilion to watch the fireworks. And then we did a ride mix-in at Remy's. Initially wanted Cosmic Rewind, but we have all different ages and parties with us. So uh, we thought Remy's would be a best option for everyone. That's awesome. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day fit together? Yeah, so my bridal party and I and our moms got up at 7. Hair and makeup came to our room at that time. Photo and video got there 8.30 to 9 to start doing pre-things. The girls and I left about 10.30 to get to Port Orleans. Um, The guys were already there doing photos. Our ceremony was at noon. As soon as it was done, we took more family photos and group shots there that we wanted. Our reception started at 1.30. We decided to omit the first 30 minutes there for the cocktail hour, and we took 30 minutes off the end. So we kind of, we wanted to save a little bit of money there by doing that. So our reception was from 1.30 to 5.30, which was a perfect amount of time for us. In that middle time there between the reception and the dessert party, people were able to go back to their rooms to change, to rest, because it is a busy day for everyone. Because of the rain, like I said, that kind of got cut a little bit short there, but everyone was back around 7.15 at International Gateway to head to our dessert party. So we did the fireworks, ate some really good food, and then we had our ride mix in at Remy after. That's wonderful. When you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects of your event where you focused your attention or your budget? Yeah, so guest experience was, I think, the biggest thing for Justin and I. You know, we don't live locally. None of our party does. And so it was a big deal for us that people were willing to take off work because we did have a weekday ceremony. You know, they had to spend money for for travel and for hotels. And so we really wanted to say thank you to everyone because of that. And so we wanted to make sure we chose really good, you know, food options and drink options. We wanted to include Mickey and Goofy because when else are you going to get that experience? And then having the dessert party, you know, that's not something I feel like most weddings have. And so getting to have that firework viewing there kind of unobstructed out of everyone's way and then getting to do the ride after. We didn't we didn't tell anyone about the ride mix in and so everyone was like, Where are we going? What are we doing? We're tired of walking, but I think everyone was so happy with getting to do the ride. Food was a big thing for us too. Um, we wanted to make sure we had plenty of options, all kinds of options for people. Because we know people like different things and we wanted to make sure there was something for everyone there. So we tried to give a lot of choices. And then photo and video was also a really big thing for us. And I know most people say that, you know, that's that's how you remember your day. And it does go by so fast. And so to be able to have the Roots and Kimberly there with us all day getting footage of everything was a big deal for us also. That's great. Were there any aspects that were less important where you saved your money or just your effort? Yeah, so we didn't want to spend a lot on decor. We did floral through Disney. 
we had a little bit of touches, like we had some lanterns on the aisle and at the fountain. We did a little bit of centerpieces at the reception, but apart from that, we didn't do much. We wanted to, you know, save money there, but then also the venues we chose, we chose them because we knew we wouldn't need a lot of decor. And so that was a really easy thing for us. And then we didn't have to make a lot of those decisions either. So that was great. We didn't do any of the other extras like uh, Major Duomo or the carriage or those sorts of things. That was another easy way for us to save money. And something else that kept it really easy for us was to pretty much do everything in-house with Disney. You know, being able to have a wedding with Disney, they do do it all. And so why not take advantage of that? It really took a lot off of our plate. You know, we had our own planner and her assistant, which were great. We had our own floral coordinator. We had our room block specialist. I mean, and they were all great with communication and making sure things were done in a timely manner. And so I would recommend that to anyone because it's a lot to have to communicate with so many different people and they all communicate in-house. And so that was a really easy thing for us to do. That's great. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Oh man, the whole day. One of the big things for us was actually walking through Epcot before and after the dessert party. Justin and I stayed in our wedding attire. So I had my giant wedding dress. He had a suit on and then our whole party was behind us. And the amount of people that that cheered for us, that clapped for us, that congratulated us, it was a surreal experience. And it just shows you like how much of a family Disney is. And it was something I will never forget. We also loved our reception. I think we both were really surprised that our DJ, who was Steve Dunlap, was amazing. He got everyone up, which we were not expecting. Everyone was dancing. And it was just a really great experience. Having Mickey and Goofy, of course, is a top thing as well. I think that was the biggest smile on my face the whole day, getting to see them walk in and everyone be surprised and wanting to take photos with them. People we thought would care less about having them there. It's just, it was such a cool thing. And then our first dance, we, we took dance lessons and had this whole coordinated dance. So they get to surprise everyone with that too, which everyone was surprised. We actually could memorize a dance, Um, but it was, it was an amazing experience also. That's wonderful. Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? You mentioned the rain. Yeah. So, and that's really the only thing, you know, the whole day, as soon as the weather forecast started coming out two weeks before it was projected to rain the day of, and we're like, Oh my goodness, we're going to have to move venues. And we were not super crazy about that. And so up until the day of, we were like, it's going to rain. We're going to have to go to our backup venue inside, which is not what we were wanting, but it will be fine. We woke up the morning of our wedding and it was beautiful, clear skies, sunny. It just turned out amazing. Later on in the day, it did rain, like I said, in between the reception and the dessert party. So the big thing there was 
you know, we had to walk from International Gateway to Norway, which is literally on the opposite side of the lake there. And so that was a big walk that I think we for sure, but then our guests were not expecting. And so I think people were tired at that point and were like, what are we doing? Where are we going? Disney provided ponchos for everyone, which is a really nice touch too, because no one, like I said, no one's expecting that. So they didn't have the rain gear. And so had to go inside for the dessert party. Not the most fantastic thing, but we were still able to go outside for the firework viewing. So it ended up working out just fine. That's great. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? Yeah. So kind of, I think, overall timing of events. We thought going with the noon ceremony, we're like, are people going to think this is weird? Is this going to work out just fine? Because are people going to get, you know, hangry because it's lunchtime and then they're going to have to wait for the reception And then we had kind of, you know, that little gap in between the reception and the dessert party. So we were just worried kind of about timing in general, but everything worked out just fine and flowed so well. I mean, just like trying to look at the breakdown of like the photo timeline, when we needed to be and where and who all was supposed to be there. But not only did our photo and video team lead us and kind of keep us on schedule, But the amount of like Disney people they had on hand that worked with the wedding department was amazing. I mean, I think we had two or three like day of coordinators with Disney at each part. So like at the ceremony, at the reception, at the dessert party, plus their assistants. So there are so many people there kind of guiding you, making sure everything's going perfectly. So everything just flowed so well. Um, And then also transportation. We were just worried that, you know, people weren't going to be able to get where they needed to be at certain times for our charter bus transportation, like in between the reception and the dessert party. And then after the dessert party, we actually stopped our bus transport to save us some money there. So some people had to go use the Skyliner to get back. Some people had to go to the front of Epcot to take a bus back to their resort. So we were worried people weren't going to be able to get where they needed to go, but everything worked out just fine. Really, no one had any questions. And if they did, they didn't ask me. So um, as far as we know, everything worked out really well. (laughs) That's great. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? There were a couple things with floral and our dessert menu that when we got there the day of weren't exactly what we were wanting, but they were what was specifically in the BEO. And so I would say maybe just be really diligent with looking at the BEO and making sure it is actually saying what you are wanting um, because they really do. I mean, they they followed that to a T. And so if it's not in there, it's probably not going to be done how you want it. And so just kind of looking over that was a big thing. Maybe adding transportation after the dessert party for people to make it a little bit easier. It's kind of hard, I feel like, when you're in the back of Epcot to decide, you know, is everyone going to leave through International Gateway or through the front of the park? And so I think for us, we were kind of stressed about people getting to where they needed to be. 
But kind of like I said earlier, people were able to do it just fine. But that was something that we thought about maybe adding on if we were to do it again. And then maybe just trying to find out like better timing for the day and somehow a way to cut it down. We thought everything was perfect. Justin and I loved our whole day. We loved the timing of everything. But it did, I think for some people, it was a really long day. And so I think people were really starting to get tired, you know, even by the time we got to the dessert party. So if there was a way to maybe kind of tweak things or adjust things or add kind of a bigger gap in there to allow people more time to rest, I think it maybe would have flowed a little bit better and been more enjoyable for everyone. Interesting. Okay. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? Oh, man, so many. I think really just trust the process. You know, I, on like the Disney Brides Facebook group, you hear mixed reviews about communication through Disney fairy tale weddings. And it was so great for us, for Justin and I. We had no issues. All of our team responded so quickly, so efficiently. If anything, we were actually behind on getting back to them and they were like double emailing and following up just to make sure, you know, we received that email and we're kind of getting to details that we hadn't done yet. And so I just, I had such a great experience with them and I don't want to discount that. And and I want really people to know that this is their job. This is what they do every day. And I think they really have your best interest in mind. I just know they're always so busy too. And so patience is kind of a big thing there too. Communication, obviously, you know, you just have to be really open with what you want. And again, kind of make sure what's in the BEO is exactly what you are looking for and what you kind of had envisioned for the day. Doing your research, I think would be a big thing too. I don't feel like I got a lot of like tips and ideas from Disney fairy tale weddings, like on the front end. And so our whole day, I had kind of already like knew what I was wanting because of all the research I did through your podcast, through your ebook, through Facebook groups. I mean, I did all of that on my own. And so I knew kind of what I was wanting. And I didn't have a lot of options from them, I don't feel like. And so there were so many things I would not have even known about if I hadn't have done research, like like a bar package, for example. We ended up, that was one of the biggest things we kind of went back and forth on if we wanted an open bar package or a bill on consumption. And we actually ended up doing a bill on consumption because we went guest by guest and estimated how much we thought they were going to drink and what they were going to drink. And we were pretty spot on and we ended up getting some money back because we did that instead of the open bar. So that was a great thing. And then like the Halloween themed macarons at the dessert party. I wouldn't have even thought about that in my wildest dreams. And I'm so happy we had that because they were the most adorable thing ever. And then obviously just enjoy your day. I mean, I said it earlier, but it goes by so fast and it was just a surreal experience for, for Justin and I to be at Disney world, having our wedding, a place that we both enjoy so much and love. And I mean, it was such a, such a great experience for us and something we will never forget. That's fantastic. 
Well, Chelsea, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married or having a vow renewal at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Thanks for having me, Carrie. It's been awesome. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com.